Blog Talk Radio. One more time. If I have to read one more post 
about it's over for Dallas. It's done. Shut up. It's the one thing we know about the NFL is we don't know shit about the NFL. Okay? But I'm not going to start with Chicago. I'm not going to start with Pittsburgh. I'm not even going to start with Dallas. I have to start with last night. I have to start with, please, first of all, let me just say this. Seattle fans, y'all ought to be ashamed of something. Y'all ought to be ashamed of something. I've been waiting 24 hours to come on the show and just admonish the Seattle Seahawks fans for booing Russell Wilson. He made your team relevant. He made your team matter. He led your team to two Super Bowls, one win. should have been two wins. And what I learned today was in the 10 years that he was in Seattle, Seattle had 43 prime-time NFL games, the second most of any team in the NFL behind only the Dallas Cowboys. Now think about that. Eight billion mega conglomerate Cowboys are the only team to play more prime time games in the last decade in Seattle, and y'all going. Johnny, Johnny, I don't even know. Flat. That man should get nothing but flowers and everything he brought to that bunch. I had to get that out. You guys can disagree, but can somebody explain to me? I don't care if it's honestly. Why did they kick that field goal? I've been watching shows all day. But I wasn't working. <laughs> um, can somebody explain to me why they kicked that field goal? Can someone, does anybody agree with that decision, by the way? Hell no. Hell no, not at that time. I could have sworn Brandon Staley had entered uh, Hackett's body or something. Okay. Don't all speak at once. Well, you know, some of these guys, they they finally get their head coaching gig, man, and they feel like they're, they're super smart. But when the press is on, when it's time to make the real decisions, man, you know, you don't know until you win it. And hey, uh, he came from came from the floors, you know. Matt Lafleur came from his, you know, his coaching So hey, something we, we we've seen Matt Lafleur make bonehead decisions. So he definitely regrets it now. But this is bad, yeah. though. I mean, you 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 got you got Russell Wilson for crying out loud. And you got three timeouts. I mean, it, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to let the guy that you just traded for gave up draft picks and then sign him to an extension worth hundreds of millions of dollars in guaranteed money. Let him go out there and win the game. If you're going to utilize your timeouts, then you can only go but so far, and then you got to kick a field goal, different story. But to let 45, 40 some seconds click off and don't even use your timeouts and going to have McManus try and kick a 64-yard field goal, which would be as long as of his career, and they're not in, in Denver, That none of that makes any sense to me. Yeah, that's why it's called bonehead. You know what gets me back is you bring over Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, you, you sign him to a $245 million contract, 
He goes into his old stadium to play a game, gets booed. You have a chance to show why he was an elite quarterback in this league, in a stadium that he built. And you make the clear mistake of bringing out a guy to kick a field goal that um, I think if I thought of that, like um, field goals over 61 yards in the last however many years, two out of 41 or some shit like that. Like every single analytic was against this decision. There's not one analytic that would say that this was the decision to make. And, and, and I can get past all of that. I can get past first game head coach jitters. I can get past he was too big for him. I can get past, you know, he made a mistake. Heck, this is, that's, they're calling that a Mike McCarthy special because Mike McCarthy makes mistakes like that in his sleep. Oh, and it's funny, as I'm saying this on NFL Network, right now they're showing his picture, and a quote, we definitely should have gone for it. I swear to God, I'm looking at it right now on NFL Network. Because I was just about to say, on the interview, post-game interview, he defended it. And I literally was about to say, he should have just got out there and said, you know what, I made a mistake. That was not the right decision. I should have put the ball in my superstar's hands. That's what we should have done. Literally, as I'm making that case, they just said on NFL Network that he said they should have gone for it. Should have said that last time. Okay. He stole my thunder. Um, that was crazy. Okay. I watched that. I watched that and literally said out loud, what, what the hell, what the fuck are they doing? What is this? You can tell who's never played Madden in their life. Why would you do that? You don't even need to play Madden to know decision that God like, I mean seriously we might need a requirement or something to have these guys play mad at least one point in their lives is just touch it online lobby one time my God like because anyone who watched that game who has played or really you know you don't have to have played it but anyone who's, who has knows like you don't that's, that's that's terrible that's stupid you have your timeouts call it immediately get the fucking first down there's only five years to go get in closer field goal range like, and then you run the clock out. Once you're in attainable field goal range, bro, like, you know, you could have had another run play in there, too, with Javante, who was really tough to bring down all night. I couldn't believe it. Like, I don't think I've – I don't know about you guys, but I don't remember seeing that, that strategy implemented before where the team decided to settle on a 64-yard field goal when they had extra downs and time. Like, it, it just it, – or, I mean, extra time. It made no sense. Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, okay. Well, I feel a little bit better now that I see a quote that he's admitting they should have gone for it because, you know, I I, I I know a little bit about him. Um, his, his, his father way back was a coordinator in Dallas. Um, so there, there, there is – there is a lineage there, and he's not, a, a, you know, brand new to the, to, you know, to, to leadership in the NFL. Let's put it that way. So it was disappointing when he defended it instead of coming out saying, "Yeah," because I picture a Mike Tomlin. All the coaches that I can picture that would have admitted they were wrong wouldn't have been wrong. <laughs> they would have, they would have put the ball in their quarterback's hands and go get it, you know. So, okay. All right. 
Dr. Train has waited to come on and share his thoughts on the Bears' upset win over the 49ers. So, Dr. Train, goes with.
this show has been a proponent of coaching matters for ever since our inception. And it's a big deal for Chicago right now. The coaching from the, the difference between last year to this year and with this team and what Ryan when the type of players that they went to that they want that they wanted to go after. And when you end up not having a single penalty in one half while the other team is constantly gifting you yards, it's it's, it's what they call the hidden yardage in the game. That shit matters. It, it, it all matters. It's all a part of the game. They they can say San Francisco gave the Bears game. They can say everything they want. But your ass got a lineup just like we got a lineup, abide by the same rules, play within the same clock time, and you have the same amount of time to do what you need to do just like we do. And we won. Hey, Trent, you know, the pundits, the pundits have to devalue the Bears' win because they hype in the 49ers through the whole offseason. One of the one mm-hmm. of the preseason. NFC Super Bowl favorites. And so, you know, mm-hmm. they've got to their reputation by devaluing the win, you know. And so, you know, you just, you just you ignore that. <laughs> you know, like I told Cobra, to the, the Steelers, Cobra called me um, before the Cowboy game, and I said, hey, good win. He goes, yeah, but they pissed me off. He starts complaining. I said, dude, you won. <laughs> what are you complaining about? You won. <laughs> you know, shit. I said, shit, Dak can throw five touchdowns tonight. If we, I mean, five interceptions. We win. I don't give a fuck. You won. Look, there's no negativity when we win. That's it. That's it. You're going to hear that all? Yeah. Hopefully that yeah. Hopefully a lot. Hopefully it, 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 it's better that you struggle while winning versus struggle while losing. Just saying. Yeah, man. Just saying. So, man. Yeah. When you were watching that game, I mean, um, what did you make? Because I didn't see it. I didn't see most of it. I should say. What did you make of? Uh-huh. What did you make of Trey Lance? Or was it too hard to even make any determination considering the conditions were so crazy? I don't know. Uh, Trey, Lance has to, Trey Lance has to learn how to play quarterback in the NFL. This is not college. Uh, he has some early on similarities to Mitch in the sense that he's very athletic. You put the ball in your hands, goddamn that boy can run. Can, he can skedaddle. He, he's, he's better than this that he can definitely hit the wide open man. <laughs> right. But when it comes down to putting that pressure on him and having him to make quarterback decisions, uh, Justin Fields is head heads over heels on him. Just completely. Not even not even yeah. on the same different same same stratosphere. And um I I, I I knew there was a reason why they kept Jimmy Garoppolo around. And it eventually showed because, truth be told, man, the first half, uh, we were we were in a sense getting dominated, but they weren't putting points on them, and it couldn't because Chicago was able to make plays here and there 
on Trey on Trey Lance and on that offense to to keep them from running running up the score. And 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 and, and second half, tell tell two halves, our coaching staff made some made some adjustments and and we went we went from there. But they kept that young man in in check. They were trying to when they couldn't necessarily pass the ball all around the field. They started to run him more. And Chicago Steel kept that in check. Seven nothing at halftime. They scored three more right out the half. After that, man, it, it was really, truly Justin Fields being a playmaker. Now, not he, didn't, he didn't sit in the pocket and start carving anything up. He turned into a damn playmaker. Ah, miss me like any given time. Well, ah, spin move. Good All that. Good. We're going to move on from the Bears, but good win. See how you do uh, Sunday night because you got playing uh, a guy who – feels that he owns you. So that's 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 next. That should be very interesting. Um T T don't let T don't T T don't let us win that that, that game. T. I I mean I'm gonna blow this show up. Thanks. Y'all y'all Matt T T don't do that. That may not be Did it surprise me? Did your team surprise you? No. God damn it. No. We picked it for a reason. This is no, you picked the most. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's not just that. This was this was people. Everyone. This was a playoff team last year. Why is everyone acting like the Steelers had no chance? And the reason why, the reason why the Steelers were playoff team last year is because we had a very opportunistic aggressive pass rush and defense. And that's exactly what Joe Burrow ran into when we generated five turnovers. Um, the only thing that surprised me was how bad the offense was. I knew it would be bad. The holy shit. We were almost the first team to have a 5-0 turnover ratio, 5-0 turnover ratio, and lose the game. You know, so, <laughs> you know, it was a great win. I was very excited huge win, especially if we have aspirations of winning the division, for which we do, but the fact of the matter is the offense stunk and it needs to be better because that's not going to be sustainable each week. DJ Walker hurts, so that was staying on the win. Um, you know, they feared a season-long injury, season-losing injury of a pictorial tear. That's not what happened. He's going to be out for at least a few weeks, though, so the offense needs to pick it up because the defense is not going to be as good as we saw this past Sunday. Um, very excited, though, of course, you know, but I think this is just more evidence we need Kenny Pickett to, to start getting ready because Mr. Trubisky trained he was there. See, there you go. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, 
why is everybody surprised and then say, we need to start having Kenny Pickett get ready? Because that is why everybody is surprised. Because your Hall of Fame quarterback is gone. You had a competition for the starter, and you just announced your starting quarterback like two, three weeks ago. So versus the AFC champion, Bengals, with, you know, Joe Burrow, who many consider, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in that conference. So, yes, that, that, that's why everybody's surprised, you know. So not to take anything away from the win, but, yeah, it was a surprise. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, they, I was watching um, and they gave bonus coverage and switched it over to Pittsburgh, uh, Cincinnati, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it was like 20 to 14. I think Pittsburgh was winning or something, and I was like, oh, I didn't see this one coming, okay. So, yeah, it was a surprise. Was somebody trying to jump in? Well, I, I was, I was, thinking, I wanted to, I wanted K-Star to elaborate more on on, on Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky's play because, uh, like T is saying, that that is the reason why I'm, 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 I'm not surprised in your in your defense, but I just felt like you know, the Bengals were gonna gonna figure it out and eventually just you know eventually just get, get that dub, which. They honestly almost did. I mean, their kicker was just worse than you got kicker. <laughs> so uh, the, 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 there you have it. But man, I wanted I wanted to hear you elab- I want to hear you elaborate a little bit more on Mitch running that offense. <laughs> oh, man, that, that that's what I was trying to explain. I know it. I know he's athletic, but yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Mitch. He was really um, the only time he ever had any flashes of being good was when the play went out of structure and he was in scramble mode. And we saw that, you know, frankly, on the game when he drive, I have to give credit for always putting that together. And he had a great scramble to the left, crossbody throw to the middle of the field, you know. But in rhythm, you know, it wasn't good. He was inaccurate in decision making. Wasn't very good. He. You know, he, he kind of just he took a lot of sacks, which we want to see him get the ball out quicker because we, we have the playmakers to do it. Um, but he seemed to only play well when he was, you know, stormed in chaos and got out of the pocket. And obviously that's not sustainable. Um, you know, one of the biggest plays he had was that, that, that throw to Deontay. I don't know if you guys saw it. I'm pretty sure you guys did. That throw to Deontay Johnson where he had to, like, scoop the ball up one hand midair and do a toe tap just to get that ball in bounds. You know, it, it. those are the type of throws that were going the receiver's way, and it's just concerning because you want a quarterback to be on rhythm and, and not have to rely just purely on, you know, their athleticism. So that's that was my evaluation of missions Sunday. Okay. Is, is that pretty consistent well, with Chicago, Mitch Trubisky? Well, very much so. Well. Very much yeah. so. you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm jaded because we didn't win. Y'all won. I mean, you know. And it is, you know, the other, the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, yet yeah, last year, the year before, but it's week one. 
And most of the NFL starters didn't play in preseason. So, and, and you could tell. You could tell watching the game that these guys didn't get a lot of live in-game reps. You know, so I think the quality, even even the quarterbacks that are marginal, I think even their quality should improve over the next couple of weeks as they as they just play more. Because you know, I think I think I think they should do eleven quarterbacks that did not play in the preseason at all, and they were three and eight. So, you know, including Joe Burrow, who didn't play at all in the preseason. So I, I think we have to keep that in mind as well. Um, all right. Um, uh, JB, you there? I ain't heard much from you tonight. You, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I agree with, with the assessment for the most part. I don't, I don't really know about Mitch. I'm case by y'all. Y'all did get a dub, and, and he did not enough. I'm going to ask you about that. Help y'all. No, I'm not, so I wasn't going to ask you about Mitch. Enough about Mitch. <laughs> um, uh, can you talk? I know you're driving. Can you talk? Yeah, yeah, man. That's why I'm on. Okay. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Cowboys, and and we have not talked. Oh. So we have not talked, texted, nothing. So I have no idea where his head is at after uh, the loss uh, Sunday night. So where's your head at? Well, the defense isn't too bad. <laughs> Feel like Drew Rosenhouse. Next question. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the offensive line was going to be a, a a a a weakness, a point of discussion, and with the injuries that have taken place, the, the irony of it is you had asked, I think it was two or three weeks ago, if I felt Dak could carry this team, and I said yes. Barn injury to him in the offensive line, yes. And guess what happened? He's hurt, and so is the offensive line. I, I don't know what can be done to fix it because, I mean, signing Jason Peters, he's 40 years old, but he's probably their, their best lineman right now, and hopefully he can get up to speed. But it's not looking very good when you have your $40 million a year quarterback having thumb surgery. It's not looking good when your all-pro left tackle is out. It's not looking good when you've got uh, – I can't remember who it was that got hurt. Was it um, Connor McGovern or something like that was hurt, and he's going to be out yeah. multiple weeks. Um, it, it's – it's really going to be patchwork from here on out. We know the cliche is next man up, but you know what? The next man up is that next man up because the one in front of you is actually better. So I, I don't know what kind of decisions are going to be made in terms of uh, personnel. Really not a whole lot they can do. Dak is supposed to come back. They're saying a minimum four weeks. Now, it was six to eight. The latest I heard got reduced to four to six. That's relatively good news, but when you're talking about a thumb, you're trying to grip a ball, you have thumb surgery, uh, you're not going to be 100% when you get out there. The wide receivers did not help him out at all. Missing Amari Cooper is is, is looking a little large, even though it's just one game. Um, C.D. Lamb obviously does have to step up, but the whole receiving core has to step up. Noah Brown being your leading receiver, and nobody even knew he was on the roster speaks a whole lot, so... They're just going to have to try and hold together. Cooper Rush is going to have to have the who, who kind of game that he had. Who didn't know Noah Brown was on the roster? 
I said you I'm said nobody in general terms. I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying that in general terms, in terms in basically saying that nobody knows North Brown is. It's not like we're talking about C.D. Lamb. It's not like we're talking about Mari Cooper. It's not like we're talking about a big name. That's 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 what I'm talking about. Yeah, been on the roster for a few years. I mean, well, yeah, you and I know who he is. Yeah, you and I know who he is, but he's got time. I mean, he's not he's not a rookie. He's been on the roster. He's just not a starter. You know, you know, he's that's that's my entire point. He he's been on the roster. He's not a starter or a star. You and I know who he is, but to have him be the leading receiver when you've got C.D. Lamb and you've got Dolan Schultz, it's not a good sign. Well, let me let me let me say this because uh, you know as I started off the show saying it's one game, okay? It's it, it's one game, and you know, and and, and and my brother sounds a lot like a lot of the Cowboys fans that I heard over the last two days. And I, I'm not going after one game. I, I'm just I'm just not. Um Jason Peters is not the best O line that we have. Zach Martin is. And he played great. Uh, Terrence still played fine. The Oddish wasn't bad. Um McGovern went out. Tyler Smith was serviceable. They need to move him back to guard where he's been at all training camp. And bring Peters off of uh, practice squad. Get him in there. That needs to happen immediately. Back, they're looking at four games now. Make it work for Rush. I think someone needs to find out the health status of Odell Beckham Jr. and see if he is ready to play and see if he's affordable. I think T.D. Lamb. Needs to shut up, stop doing idiot commercials, and play football. Zeke, as I predicted, looks fine. And carries 52 yards. All of a sudden, Tony Pollard is getting more, getting more time, getting more features, more, you know, everybody wants Tony Pollard. All the backup is always the one everybody wants. Well, Tony Pollard didn't do shit. And I, got, and I, and I think Tony will get better. But he didn't do shit. Zeke played well. Should have ran a more. This problem in Dallas is fixable. It is not the end of the world. It is fixable. I mean, Aaron Rodgers lost. Okay? Right? Um, Joe Burrow lost. Okay? Like, this This was one week, and we had some marquee names get beat, lose. So, the fact that Dak didn't play well... And now he's hurt. He'll be out about a month or so. Hey, Cooper Rush got a win against Minnesota last year. So he showed he can get a win. Right? The offensive line played decent enough to get some yards on the ground. Like, this is fixable. We're in the NFC. Outside of, uh, I don't even know who the superstar team in the NFC is today. Did, did, did the Bucks really look unbeatable? Not, not to me. Did the Rams look unbeatable? Not to me. Buffalo got in that ass like my brother would say, like this year. So I don't even know who the class of the of the, the Packers didn't look very good. Who's the class of the NFC? Ain't nobody on the ain't nobody NFC that I'll be scared of right now. 
Nobody. So it's wide open. After we won college fans, NFL fans, Mad Boys fans, it ain't over. And teams are going to come no. back and make adjustments. And they're going to review the film. And they're going to make changes. Or they're going to put, they're going to let people know, hey, man, you know, Mitch, we're watching you, bruh. We're watching you. You may not have long as you fight. Hey, Trey Lance, there's a reason we kept Jimmy G. Right? Like, this shit is far from over. It was one game. Teams that play with Teams that played well, good, they can build up. Teams that shit the bed, hey, it's time to get this. You know, what are you going to do? There are options. There are free agents. There are free players that just retired that might be able to lure back in and still have some juice left in the tank. So anybody that's putting a fork in any team, not just Dallas, watch the Giants one. The Giants beat Tennessee. Come on, all that time. The Giants beat Tennessee. So, everybody out there, everybody in here, you know, play your role a little bit. It ain't over yet. And imagine this. Imagine this. Cowboys are dead. I'm hearing it everywhere. It's over. Zach is hurt. Da, 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 da. This, that, and the other. No Amari Cooper, blah, blah, blah. I've been hearing it. They're dead. Their season's already over. The narrative changes really quick if they beat Cincinnati Sunday. Narrative changes really quick then. Cincinnati goes to 0-2, Super Bowl team now at 0-2, and Dallas gets that win in Texas. Oh, it's going to be a You'll hear a whole lot of narrative just that quick. All, all of them make it that one win, and all of a sudden, oh, look what Dallas is able to do. You about to say something, Trey? Well, yeah, it's more 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 questions uh, really for 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 you and Jay because y'all are closer to the team. It's just understand. I was trying my best to like uh, watch the game, but I was you know doing other things in in, in the in the in the process. So the one question I wanted to ask about the game, I I saw I I, I actually liked the whole the, how the the starting lineup for the offense in the sense that it brought out both Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. It looked like it was one of those situations to say, okay, uh, Gallup is out. Pollard is probably our next best offensive playmaker next to the, you know, whatever wide receiver would be able to uh, to step up. But since I did pitch into the full entire course of the game, I was trying to understand. I was expecting to see a lot more of Ezekiel Elliott, and it never seemed like the game was so far out of hand because the defense was – was balling. I mean, all they could get was three points, you know, consistently, even when it got to the point where it was 3 9, 3 12. Like, those 3 12, the game is like still not out of hand. So I was wondering, like, what I, was, I was thinking that I would see more of the Zico Nelson, but what, what, I, what happened? That's, why I, that, that, that's pretty much my, my question. Like, did they just stop giving this guy a ball? They felt like they needed to go a different direction. Offense was the line not holding up. Uh, yeah, all of the above. I mean, they 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 definitely should have ran deep more. I think their game plan was to try to get them both equal touches. I think the game plan was to try to lose, to use 
Pollard's elusiveness, um, get him out in, in space, let him create. Um, that really never happened. He didn't play well um, at all. I think he would be better. Um, frankly, to me, Cowboys looked like a wrestling team. Even though they didn't have a market, I get it. They didn't have such a book, I get it. You know, I, you know, they're, so the offense, you know, there's a, a left tackle of is, is out. Um, I get it. I get I get But to me, it just looked like a team. Dak is another one who didn't play at all in the preseason. Pollard didn't play, right? How did these guys take the play? So they didn't play in the preseason. So to me, they just looked like a team that needs more better. Got it. Uh, even, what's that? No, nah, it was just, I was trying to understand. It was, it's, for some reason, it just become hard to understand. I can hear you good, but for some reason, it just become hard to understand. Because uh, a lot of times I put myself on mute in the car so I can make sure, but you were explaining like why, what you was, how, why you felt the offense wasn't doing well, but I like missed most of it because it keeps going in and out. I'll, I'll try again. Could be my phone. I still have to set up my uh, other studio so I have better reception. But um, I, I think, frankly, just to cut to the tape, I think the team was just rusty. That's all. I really think that there's enough talent on offense for them to have been more productive. They came out on the first drive. They moved the ball. They ended up kicking a field goal, but they moved the ball. And then the rest of the game, they struggled. And I think, you know, they got to go back, watch the film. I, I do think there is enough talent. I, I think, you know, Gallup coming back. I, I guess my only real criticism, my only real bad, if I had to be negative and just really find one criticism, it would be C.D. Lamb. I do agree with J.P. on that. It would be C.D. Lamb. He didn't, he didn't create opportunities. He didn't do what a number one wide receiver should do. And, you know, when I look at that, when I look at Michael Irvin, when I look at, you know, any of the, any of the backs around, Justin Jefferson, nine catches, 11 targets, nine catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns. Okay? Like, that's a number one ride to see. You don't think everyone knows what that guy's capable of? It doesn't matter. You know, so I don't want to hear, you know, scheme stops you. A good wide receiver gets gets open. A good wide receiver figures it out and becomes, you know, a, 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 a weapon for his offense. And CD did not do that. That's why, you know, Noah Brown was the top receiver. That's why the undrafted free agent Houston had four or five catches. Nor uh, CD Lamb had two. He had to do that. If I had to pick one thing out, glaring is CD Lamb got to step up. I don't want to see you in any more '88 commercials with with Michael Irvin until you actually perform. I want to get out there and do something. I, I, I'm done. Uh, hey, Kyle. Do they? Was that? Yeah, last. One question, one question, one comment. I'll put the comment first. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to know that Jack won't be out for six to eight and maybe it's down to four. I really would like to see him uh, when I go down there for the Bears-Dallas game. I mean, I'm a, I'm a football fan first, so I, I like to see players. I don't want to see Rush. I want to see Jack Prescott. Yet. <laughs> you know, it's a better player. You know, a lot more entertaining. 
Uh, second thing I was going to ask, though, uh, Zeke in the passing game, is that even happening? Cause I, that's what I thought was, was, was going to be the combination of Zeke that we were going to be able to see this season. Yeah, we didn't we didn't see much of that Sunday night. Um, I will say Pollard was a liability in pass protection, and um, Dalton Schultz still can't block. Um, I said that all last year, and we're starting off this year, and I watched him; he still can't block. Um, Pollard was a liability. They, they really, until Zeke's body starts to betray him, which seems to have been happening over the last few years, Zeke needs to be in there most of the downs, running, coming out of the back. Pollard needs to be that third down back that he's so good at. And Zeke needs to be in there for pass protection. Because Pollard, Pollard, he, he's not very good at picking up the blitz. So, there you have it. Can you guys hear me? Am I good? Yeah, I, I hear you, and I, and I agree with that one. Um, I think Zeke will be a part of the passing game. He, he has to be a blocker. Overall, the team just looked like they were out of sync, and this was before the injuries started to pile up. Now you've got injuries uh, coinciding with lack of continuity because of these injuries. Um, the defense is really going to have to carry the team, and it was really known prior to the season starting that the defense was going to be the strong point. And it's going to have to maintain that for the next few weeks until we start getting folks healthy again and until we start uh, being a more of a cohesive unit because it just looked out of sync. And, and, and to your, you're right that they, the, the starters didn't play much, so there's not a lot of time to get together. So we'll see how it goes. I hope these injuries can, can kind of get themselves right and, and get past this injury bug. I will, I will say this. I recall early last season, I brought up Michael Parsons, and I mean, blasphemous comparison to Lawrence Taylor. I was early last season. Don't look so crazy now, does it? That young man is a beast. Period. He is scary yeah. as hell. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know what? Let's, let, let me ask y'all about this one. Speaking of Michael, let me ask you this question. There was um, a debate on Twitter about the, the chip block that Fournette put on him, and, and he thought that was nasty and uncalled for and all this and that, and Von Miller agreed. What's y'all thoughts on that? Did y'all see that? Yeah, that's dumb. Michael needs to shut up. That's part of football. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't understand that. It's just a chip block, yeah. man. I mean, you got to be paying right. attention. Yeah, that's part of football. I love Micah. Love the death. I think he's a beast, you know. Um, but that I don't, I don't agree with him at all. And I know Von Miller chimed in and agreed. Um, but they're both linebackers. They're both linebackers. They literally are. Uh, Mike is a younger Von Miller at this point, right? I mean, they're literally cut from the same cloth the way they both play the game. So that would be the right person to support him. Um, but that's 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 part. Of it. Yeah, yeah, good. I agree, too, because until I saw the video, I'm thinking he was talking about a chop block or something like that. And when I saw the no. video of it, I was like, man, please, I don't want to hear it. If he continues to play like that, he's going to see a lot of that. He's going to see way more of it. It's, it's what you do when, when you're going up against 
and a, a, a player that, that, that is banging on that elite status as he is when it comes to getting coached. You're going to see all kinds of chips <laughs> from the running back, from the tight end, from the water boy, from a fan. Man, you're getting chip blocked when you get off the bus, off the plane, bro. It's just, that's, that's what's yep. going to happen. The team mascot's going to chip block them. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's, 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 it's the way it is. You know, it ain't nothing to complain yeah. about. Just stuff, you know. So, um, all right. Um, there's a lot we can go over, but um, are you are you prepared for? Uh, I know you sent it out already. Uh, pick six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That guy, I'm, I'm, right. I'm made it in the house and taking taking my notes, okay. man. Let 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 let's kind of uh, mosey. Let's kind of push through this. <laughs> let's push, yeah, let's, let's let's kind of get through this pick six. Last week was a bit long, so let's let's kind of whip through this one. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying it was a bit. Long. Sorry, you can point fingers, man. They can't do nothing. <laughs> oh, man. All well, right, you know, all right. Cobra. Cobra was great to have. He didn't call in tonight, but, you know, he's sitting over there hemming and on about whether he should pick the Cowboys, and I'm like, bro, we on live radio. You can't do that. You can't have all that, bro. We on live. It like, was live. You got to get to it, bro. You know, so. Hey, I hey, I started to have daydreams. Like I was like, man, is he is he kicking? <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, guys, week two, pick six. Sorry, just getting the notes down here real quick. So, um, go through. I'll, I'll, listen, I'm a same order, so we can we can move quickly. Jay. K Star T. That's the order we going in the minute I call out the teams. So, uh, first. Wait, man, hold up. K Star, did you hear that? <laughs> Apparently, I'm going first. Yeah, I hear that. No, you're going second. <laughs> you're <third. laughs> I knew he was going to so. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Come on, K that was, right. fucking, that, was a fucking, that was a fucking joke. Are you, are you kidding me? Come on. Nah, man, I believe That was a joke. That was a bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your report don't say that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, love it. Okay, uh, first game, uh, the Week 2 Pick 6. Uh, coming up this Thursday, real quick, man, uh, both teams are 1-0. and Divisional matchup, uh, Chargers at Chiefs. Lead us off, Jay. Chiefs. All right. Case time. Case time. Case time. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, man. I, I'm thinking Jeez. about it, man. This is tough because Keenan Allen apparently is not well, playing. Well, something, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just be quiet. <laughs> what? Can, can you hear me? Yeah, what did you say? I said Keenan Allen is out, so it took me a second to think of who I wanted to win this game or who I thought would win this game. So I'm okay. going now. 
for now, Pim Lean is the Chargers because that was my default lean. I might change it later in the week, but right now, still give me the Chargers in the pass rush. Going with the Chargers. All right. T. All right. It's a man. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is a bad boy. He's a different animal now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if people want to see him. So, yep. Khalil Mack uh, real this real this ugly ugly head against the Raiders, but man, um, got to do it again at the following week in order for the Chargers have a chance to win. So, Chiefs it is next. Two number two, both teams still undefeated uh, after one after week one. Uh, we got the uh, really hot Miami Dolphins uh, traveling to play the Baltimore Ravens. Give us off, Jay. Ravens. All right. K-Star. What are you doing? I did it. I'm I'm talking mute. I'm talking on mute. Talking on mute. I was saying that last year, I had a whole thing going. I said last year, the Ravens got upset at Miami. Miami's defense really blitzed Lamar, and, and he really struggled. This time it's at Baltimore, so I'm going to go with Baltimore. All right. Uh, Let me me just demonstrate K-Star. Watch how easy this is. Ravens. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Miami looked good last week. You know, I'm just going to stick with the team that I know uh, is solid all the way around. And uh, we, we just we just gonna stick with the Ravens for this one. I'm not gonna deviate from the home team here. Um, third one coming up here. Both teams, you know, started off good week one, one and zero divisional matchup. But I put this one on here because one of these teams tend to, tend to have the number of the other team. So we got the Bucks traveling to the Jameis Winston led Saints. Saints. Mm. All right, Jay. That's it, just just think. Okay. All right. Uh well yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. All right. You think I'm gonna pick Tom Brady after he just whooped our ass? Well he didn't whoop my ass when he beat us. You think I'm gonna pick fucking Tom Brady? Hell no, I'm going with the Saints, baby. Who that? Who that? Who that gonna beat them Saints? Man. This is this is a scary one to pick. I I, I ain't gonna lie, cause a part of me want to want to take the Saints, and and they they look pretty impressive. You know the Bucks. You know it was it was a struggle, and eventually they they just score a touchdown and put it away. But for <sighs> uh, now, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Probably against my better judgment. All right. Next, A. Both teams lost first week. Uh, so it's a big deal for, for each of these teams. Not saying 0-2 means you don't make the playoffs, but we know the statistics. So we got the Cardinals traveling to the Raiders. Raiders. You gotta say that shit right. right though. Raiders. Okay, got it. 
Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with the Raiders, man. The Arizona's defense not very good, you know. So I'm gonna go with Oakland. Or I'm sorry, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. You know, you know. Yep. You know what I don't understand is I'm watching the Chiefs play the Cardinals. Patrick Mahomes is shitting all over them, and these motherfuckers are in love with Kyler Murray. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Look how he passed. I'm sitting there like. Are we watching the same game? Because there's Superman on one side and and Batman's on the other side, okay? Superman got superpowers, Batman don't, okay? Like, I, and Kyler I mean, he got, you know, he's quick. He got, you know, he, he can run and shit, you know? But we we know what happens with quarterbacks that rely on their legs too much. We we can go, we can just, you know, we know what happens. So, you know, and he, he all right. Yeah, I, but next to Patrick Mahomes, I'm here. I'm like, I don't know. I just, it didn't make sense to me because Patrick Mahomes is on another level. That dude was just, oh my god. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Raiders too. I think. Uh, I think they're going to recover. I think their car is going to recover and they're they're home. And I'm going with the Raiders. All right, you know, I'm just going to fold in with the CMD crew. And just roll with the Raiders. I am not a believer in Kyler Murray like everyone else. I saw what happened when Deshaun Watson, not Deshaun, when D Hop went down. I yeah. saw how projection that offense got. Huh? I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I've never been a believer yeah. in Kyler Murray, so I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I saw what he turned into, and I just no, no, <laughs> he, he, no. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> next next game. <laughs> next game near and dear to my heart. Woo! Let's go, baby. Week two. Sunday night football. I'll be cooking something up for this one. I have some people over, so either I'm going to be screaming in their ear or I'm going to be getting consoled because we lost. So it's the Bears traveling to a couple of hours. Of North, the Green Bay Packers. Who y'all with? I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with the Bears. All right. Yeah, that's one. Sorry, train. Sorry, train. I'm gonna go with Green Bay. I think they bounce back. I don't think. You know. By the way, one of us called. One of us called Minnesota. We're gonna win that division. Just heads up. But we're gonna go with Green Bay in the bounce back. Uh, I know the receiver and cores are kind of a mess, but, you know, and, and Lambeau, you got to go with them. I think the defense plays better, too. You're a piece of shit right now, but I still love you. I'm sorry. So, you know, I love you too, bro. <laughs> so, you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry Sunday night. You'll be texting like, right, good, hey, man. My bad. I just, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to win the pick em. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you, know, you know what sucks is when you when you say, and I'm sitting here saying I'm going to pick the Bears, and then my brother, or then my brother picks the Bears, and then <laughs> K-Star picks <laughs> the Packers. And I'm sitting there like, hey, hold on, wait a minute. So I really want to pick the Packers. <laughs> but, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Packers because they're home, and I can't imagine the Packers starting off. I almost think while wow, that was a great win for the Bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're starting off one and zero, and you're going against the Packers who zero and one in their stadium. 
I can't see Aaron Rodgers. And out of his own mouth, he owns you. Um, now, I ain't got no problem being wrong. I have no problem coming on this show Tuesday night and listening to you do a bunch of backflips, you know, over the phone because your team is 2-0 and and you beat Green Bay. I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. But for the purposes of this discussion, I'm going to have to pick the Packers too. Jay, I'll see you a teddy bear, man. Let's go Bears. All right. Last game of the pick six. Uh, this one, I, I, I like this matchup. This is a test for truly both teams uh, as as the analysts have given both of these teams all kind of kudos prior to the season starting. So we have in both one week one, we got the Vikings traveling to the Eagles. I'm going to go with the Vikings just because I don't want to go for the Eagles. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Damn. Um, tough game. I'm going to go with Philly uh, at home. I think that uh, Minnesota comes down a little bit after that big win uh, versus division rivals. So I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Philly at home. All right. Wait, what did you just right. about say that again? I said I think Minnesota cools off after getting a massive win versus their huge rivals in Green Bay, and uh, I think Philadelphia wins. Uh, okay. All right. Um, just as an aside, I just saw on NFL Network, Keenan Keenan Allen is unlikely to play Thursday night. Chargers hamstring. So, just thought I'd throw that out there. Um. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't buy into the big win, let down bullshit this early in the season. You know, these teams are expecting a win. I think, you know, uh, I think the Vikings – I honestly watched a good amount of the Philly-Detroit game. I turned away when it looked like it was getting out of hand and then got a text that it was close again. So Detroit back and made it a game. Um after being down by three scores. So I think the Philly hype is right now, it's, it's, to me, it's still hype. And I think, you know, Jalen Hurts is, you know, Kyler Murray 2.0, frankly. Um, I, you know, I'm not a believer. Um, although A.J. Brown is the real deal. That's a bad boy. I can't, I can't, I can't deny he's a bad boy. Yeah, bad boy. Um, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't hate on him. I can't hate on him. I can't hate on his team. Um, but I'm going with the Vikings, and if for no other reason, I'm 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 right there with my brother. I can't pick I can't put the Eagles. I I just can't fuck the Eagles. So. so normally I would probably be on the other side picking the Eagles, you know, because this is Vikings a division rival. But right after the Bears game went off, the Packers Vikings game came on, and uh, uh, little brother Jay, you know, lives by the eye test. I'm here to tell you uh, they look legit. That defense is flying all over the place. Uh, it's not a fluke over Aaron Rodgers. They beat his ass, and they meant to. <laughs> they really meant to. So uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings just for the purposes of picking the winning team on this show. However, I damn sure hope the Eagles get in that ass just because. <laughs> but I'm going to pick 
the Vikings. I'm not a, necessarily a great believer in Kirk Cousins, but come on, Jalen Hurts. Uh, and, yeah, they got A.J. Brown, but, man, have y'all seen Justin Jefferson? I mean, it's like the dude disappears from the line of scrimmage and then reappears down the field wide open. What yeah. the fuck are defenses doing? Yeah. I hope we ain't that stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, Vikings. Yeah, and, you know, and, 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 you know, when I look at this next generation of wide receivers that we see emerging, right, uh, well, or, or has emerged, right, Cooper Cup has emerged, he has arrived, right, um, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, there, there's others that are like, you know, as we see Larry Fitzgerald and some of the other wide receivers finally retiring, some of the old stand, standards that we've seen around the league, you know, um, even like Gronkowski is tight end, even though you know, he's a great receiver. Um, you know, this is, this is, it, it was a time in the NFL, and we, we're going to be wrapping up, but I just want to say this real quick. It was a time in the NFL that, you know, it was all about the running back. And, and even though running backs are still important, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, even Zeke looked good, you know, um, running backs are still important. It is becoming clear that, you know, you've got to have in today's, in today's NFL either receiver back committee where you've got three or four decent receivers that you can pass it around to, or you got to have that, that fucking Jerry Rice-like, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss, superstar, and then some support. And if you don't have either, you're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. Look at your team. Do you have, you know, do you have three or four decent receivers? Maybe no, maybe no superstars, but they're all decent. Third round, fourth round picks, play pretty good in college, you know. Or do you have that one, you know, God, that guy is insane, and we got some support for him so that they can take some of the pressure off of him. But he, he's like 7-Eleven. He's always open. You know what I mean? That's what I'm seeing around the league. And that's what my beef was with C.D. Lamb. You're supposed to be number one now. You're supposed to be the man. It's going to get better when Gallup gets back. It's going to get even better when James Washington gets back. But we can't wait. These games are going to – these are games we got to get. And I'm, I'm looking around at your, at your brethren, your contemporaries, and them motherfuckers, are, they're going off. They're going off. And you're not. So, you know, that's what I'm seeing in the NFL, and that's what I'm going to be watching for. We always talk about quarterback head coach, and that's still the most important relationship in the game. But I'm telling you, that quarterback, number one wide receiver relationship, man, in my eyes, it's getting bigger and bigger every year. So, I'm done. That's all I got to say about that. All right, all right, all right. All right. Thank you for the for the uh, pick six. Um, all right. There's, there's, I mean, we, you know, literally every week we could do a three-hour show. There's always so much to talk about, but um, – we're going to cut it here for now, um, pick up again next Tuesday. Uh, you know, and the beauty of it is it's Tuesday night, and two nights we're back. We're in week two. Two nights, and it's a good game. AFC West, you know, competitive game, so it's very exciting. So let's go around, get your final thoughts, comments, whatever else you guys want to wrap up with, and we'll get on out of here. Uh, let's start with JB. Well, I'm finally home, and I'm exhausted. Um, glad the football is back. Season one, good luck. Week two, let's see what goes down. We got two games on Monday night, so look forward to talking about it next Tuesday. Okay. 
Uh, K-Star. Hey, man, I'm hoping that we see some improvement from the Steelers' offense this upcoming game, um, the game versus New England. Um, you know, just hoping to see my team win again and, and uh, you know, having a great week of football. Last, last Sunday was insane. The 1 p.m. games coming down the wire all at once was absolutely magnificent TV. Hoping for that again. Um, Dr. Train. Little bit, Brother Jay, don't worry about your excitement this week. Bro. I got you. I got you. I'll be excited for you, but for different reasons. You know what I mean? This is an amazing week one. I enjoyed the hell out of it. We'll see what week two delivers. Football season is here. The one thing I will say T, in, in closing in regards to wide receivers, uh, loving, you know, love to see, you know, different guys start to show up and be new household names. But uh, I, I, I'm a head scratcher on the defenses covering them because the other thing that we saw it back in the day, even if they were able to stop it or not, is that you saw teams respect those number one wide receivers and really try to play not to get destroyed by them. And I don't know what some of these defenses is doing today uh, when I constantly see Cooper Cup wide open and Justin Jefferson wide open. It's like, wait, he didn't even – there was no rub route. There was nothing. You guys just didn't watch it. Kind of just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, needs to say, looking forward to week two. Green Bay Packers, Sunday night, tune in. The whole world will see. And we will see what kind of Bears team are the Bears who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's really we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bullshit? Bullshit. We played them the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Let's go. Let me say this. I keep saying we're going to get out of here and I keep talking, but kind of emotion that I think it's still kind of missing. Everybody's trying to be politically correct and say the right thing. And, you know, we got the 24-hour news cycle and all of the, the shows that are constantly on, talking to talking heads and abundance. And if you say something wrong, you know, it's going to be talked about all week and you don't want to be that guy. But, man, you know, I miss Danny Green and I miss Bill Parcells and I miss some of the coaches that, kind of just don't give didn't give a shit. They're gonna say they're gonna say it like it is. They're not concerned with, you know, trying to make sure that the quote is exactly right for the press. You know, I, I miss that shit. I even miss that with some of the players. You know, some of the players. Um but anyway, man. Um anyway, one last question for you guys. Anybody eating anything good? I tell you I had a hell of a time trying to figure out what to make. For my game Sunday, okay. And anybody eating anything good this weekend? Can I steal an idea from somebody? Anybody got anything good that they're either gonna go out and buy or sit home and, and make? Man, um, I, I am honestly still trying to decide if I'm gonna do some baby backs or 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 or, or get some steaks or do both. 
one one of the family members uh, told me told me that he wants to bring bring crab legs over to 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 smoke uh, on on the grill. I was like, oh oh wow, okay, well bring that. So I'm still I'm still trying to lay out my game plan for the for the food on on Sunday. Okay. Jay or K Star, any quick thoughts on food? No, um, I did some fried chicken and wifey did like um taco dip. Uh, it was pretty good too. Everything's pretty good. Okay. K Star, what'd you do? A bowl of cereal? <laughs> <laughs> nah man, I just took out I had some takeout buffalo <laughs> buffalo wings in the bitch. cereal. God I just checked. But when it came out, we had that conversation with a couple of years ago. Hey, I remember, oh, man. Oh, man. That you said both of <laughs> you. Know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Actually, so. <laughs> some cereal out there that's actually pretty good. I mean, I mean nah, I got no cereal. I'm just bullshit. Um, oh, okay. Man. I, I don't know what I'm going to make. I made, um, I made, um, what the fuck did I make? I made a carbonara. And I had some different dips and chips, and it was something else. Oh, and I had a shrimp cocktail. Now, carbonara didn't come out that great, but I do have some baby backs in there. I'm never afraid of cooking a good thing, so I don't know. I'll come up with something. Um, all right, so uh, week one in the books, week two is coming. Look, you know, I'm going to say it again. You know, Dallas, you didn't look good. Super rush. Zeke. ED, defense, got the defending AFC champions coming to town. Your assists win, and all sins from this week are forgotten. And thank God you're playing at 425, because, man, I have a hard time staying awake with these 8 o'clock games. Man. By 9, 30, 10 o'clock, I'm getting old, man. My eyes are like, it's time to go to sleep. So, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll make it through this one, no problem. So, All right, gentlemen, thank you again. Everybody enjoy your week. We'll be back uh, next Tuesday night, football Thursday night. Chargers and Chiefs should be a great game. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy the weekend. And, hey, I, I say it all the time, you're going to blink, it's going to be Halloween. You're going to blink, it's going to be the playoffs. So enjoy football while we got it. And remember what we always say here on the Madden Voice, all fuse are settled on the field. Good night, everybody. Bop <laughs> bop